0: hi i'm pisces and this is my husband clue we are here to welcome you to the first episode of why love podcast
1: yes yes thank you for coming thank you for welcome i mean welcome back to everybody who has listened to us before anybody (laughs) who has shared anything that we have published we really really appreciate you so yeah let's go ahead and jump right into episode one
0: So this first episode, I had a great opportunity and honored to have a conversation with life coach and mentor and the founder of Born Again Fearless, Fran. I call her Big Cuzzo, but I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation. We did discuss my idea theory of the two camps of women, you know, um, the Sierra's Prayer and all these niggas ain't shit. She Enjoy wasn't it.
1: pointing at me. When no, said that. All way. these niggas ain't shit. I just happened to be on that side, but not for real. it. Was a, it was a good conversation? It was really insightful. Um, you know, y'all kind of see me. Y'all might hear me in the background a little bit, but I kind of uh, I stayed out of that one. So. But yeah, let's do it.
0: So I think that like one of the things that. Um, I get most excited about with the rebrand of the podcast is the fact that we get to have other conversations and I'm here with just call me Fran, AKA my big cousin, (laughs) the founder and like brain piece for born again, fearless and Fran, you're going to have to tell me all about the, the life coaching process because, um, you know, we're all individuals, regardless of our relationship status. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and that's the biggest piece of it. You know, Born Again Fearless was birthed out of my personal journey, several personal journeys for me. <laughs> like, You know, several transitions and, and realizing that those transitions were only gonna do what they needed to do when i did the work on myself when i learned the lessons from what i had already been through when i learned what i needed to apply to get to the next stage to the next phase and you know for me it was learning to redefine who i was getting to know myself again getting to know what it was that i wanted out of life and being able to move forward through those different transitions so You know, a lot of my clients, it's, it's, you know, it's not necessarily make that you hit rock bottom, but you just know that you need and you want more. You know, for me, it was going through a divorce and giving so much of myself in making him better, helping him reach his goals, helping him do and be then becoming a mom that when I got divorced and he was gone, what do I do now? Like, what is my life now? Because I had put my goals to the side and was focused on him and our life, that what I wanted before I met him was no longer on the list. You know, and and it it happens, you know, women are innate nurturers. Definitely. So, you know, when we get with somebody like, It sounds bad, but a lot of times women end up in these relationships that become projects, you know. Especially us
0: Pisces. Yeah. Yeah. Especially. (laughs) I can fix you.
2: Especially. I can help you. And we get so emotionally connected that, you know, when they're down or they're hurting or. You know, we are high achievers in general. So when we're doing certain things and at a certain level, okay, you need to be where I'm at and I'm gonna be the one to get you there. Yeah. You know, so just so much of us goes into that. So when I finally got divorced, I was like, okay, what do I do now? Like, you know, I had to literally go back to what did I want before I became a wife?
0: yeah and shameless selfless like i don't care what anybody says about this shit plug those were those wednesday wines on the back patio we were like "This gonna be a single mom's club
2: (laughs) 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 seriously because you just and again it's it's just it's it's not fault or necessarily a bad thing but it just becomes who we are and And, then there's an
0: epiphany like you're just like wait a minute
2: yeah yeah and that's what i tell my clients i'm like listen if you're not happy with you and if you're not full on your own you can't give to the people who need you so you know taking away from it's not just about being single if you're a married woman and a mom and you're constantly being the wife being the mom and never being just you they're not getting the best of you they're getting the you on fumes that's doing just enough to get by because i'm not loving myself i'm not taking care of myself
0: and it starts to affect
2: everything else
0: Absolutely. I I literally at the beginning of the year, I was like, I'm going to have a New Year's resolution and it's going to be self care. And (laughs) I guess we could do an April 13th check in. But it I, I, I constantly have to be reminded and and this is like and, and I did all of the individual work, right? Like I'm good on my own footing, but at the same time, like ultimately speaking, I am a nurturer. My intention is to my responsibility and it could be a self prescribed responsibility is to make sure everybody around me is okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I think that that's a regular mindset for. For mothers, married, single, um, going through a divorce, like, obviously, we, we, we're we all here because of a divorce. Um, <laughs> but we're here. We got to be
2: okay while we're here. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing too, like I, I tell my clients who've gone through a divorce it's like, by no means do I ever, do I aspire to be or claim to be a relationship coach,
3: mm-hmm. but
2: going through a divorce and being able to acknowledge the things in that relationship that you don't want in the next relationship and now knowing and figuring out what you want is important before you go into the next relationship.
0: Oh, absolutely. I literally was reading an article about celibacy and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a fan of celibacy. <laughs> like at all. I'm like, you fucked that many people that you gotta quit? Right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Voluntary celibacy. Wait a
0: minute.
2: <laughs> 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 if that's the situation that's the situation
0: but Uh
2: i'm not wearing a t-shirt
0: right (laughs) but what the study said was it didn't matter how long you were celibate right you could be celibate for five years as soon as you start to have sex again you will you like they go back to that same pattern of person that same pattern of toxicity that same like type Mm. if you haven't done work on yourself during that period of celibacy not having sex is not not enough like it has to be more there has to be the work behind the intention i i never intend i intend to you know wake up and go to the gym every morning i ain't gonna hold you i intend but i have this thing (laughs) okay i refuse to go to the gym too close to six o'clock because all the regular people are in there at six (laughs) o'clock you feel me I get you So if I'm not at the gym by 4.30 I don't wanna go (laughs) 4.30 huh That way you can get your whole workout In and out before Before, the regular people come in Yeah Yeah so like this morning we went on A long walk because it's like I had intentions To go to the gym At 4.30 but then I hit snooze So my intentions no longer matter. Right. And that's the
2: thing, because we can we can live in this relationship and we can say all day, I'm not putting up with that again. I'm not accepting that. I'm not, you know, and the thing is, okay, the things you accepted, you know, for instance, being in a relationship where you feel like you're not getting what you want, But you're staying in that relationship or things are happening that you said you would never accept, but you're choosing to stay. Now that you're out of that relationship, you have to work on the pieces of you that said, that's okay, even though I don't like it. I don't want to deal with this, but I'm going to overlook it. Like you have to deal with the pieces of you that made you feel like you're not worth what you want. Yeah, You're not worth the basics of being taken care of mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically in your relationship. The pieces of you that settled for, at least I have somebody. No, I don't just want somebody. Everything I'm giving to you, I want that back. That part. And and I deserve that. And so often as women, we don't get to a place where we say, I deserve that and be willing to move on if we're not
0: so- what we deserve. I hear you on that part, but I I feel like every babe out there is talking about what she deserves, Fran. Like quite frankly, yeah. every babe deserves a man who got a private jet and everybody, and I deserve and I deserve, I'm such a good woman. And at the but, same time, it's like, it's more than just deserving. It's, right. it's, you, you have
2: to be. become the woman who deserves that. You can't be the woman, and trust me, nothing against you. I wish I could get food stamps. I wish. But you can't be that woman on Section 8 food stamps, only working part-time. They offer to give you a full-time permanent position and you turn it down because you don't want to work all day.
0: You can't be that woman. Girl, that's what I call the fry girl with the CEO mentality. (laughs) Exactly.
2: Exactly. But that's exactly it. You can't sit there. Like I tell my clients all the time. Okay, you want this and this is your next level life, your next level relationship. You want those things, but you want to stay where you are you don't want to upgrade yourself but okay now hold on a second come upgrade
0: your life hold on a second because now that now that we're there we're gonna go there right because you just told me that you were not a relationship coach but i promise you my (laughs) husband literally told me if you you want a husband you want somebody to take this lead then you need to step aside and and let me
1: so first off i want to say um you know when when somebody as prolific as a life coach <laughs> starts to quote your hug you know oh I'm, you know loosely or not i think you should start to be like hey you
3: might have a point okay
1: <laughs> um there's a lot that y'all said that you know really stood out to me the, the celibacy without work that part really 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 it kind of hit because i know a lot of people because you know you know me i don't i don't trust it. i don't if you celibate i don't really trust you because it's like you you really was like, that much you had to stop
0: but you know it's really stop. crazy i agree with you
1: <laughs> it doesn't make any sense it's kind of like why do you feel like you really need to stop having like what about your sex life is that toxic that you gotta stop having sex altogether? not just with a person or with some people with all together anyways i ain't gonna die too deep into that not but i think with the,
0: a person but or but, some people but the whole
1: but the whole race Oh whole, the whole the whole species um i should hope but like <laughs> <laughs> but not for real i think yeah that that whole part with, with with not having the sex and not doing the work because you know I can't say that I've had any ex- super extended amount of time where I've been um, non-active, but in the time that I was non-active, I mean, I'm just gonna keep it a stack.
3: Okay, um, keep it a stack.
1: In, but in the time that I was non-active, I wish that I probably did a lot more self-care and a lot more self-work. Yeah, I wish that I did. I thought I was. Cause you know, that that first 30 days of, of, not, of not, you know, yeah, it's 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 a lot.
0: Yeah, I I mean I've only had forced celibacy, and
1: forced celibacy. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> all these niggas
0: ain't shit. That's forced celibacy. That ain't.
1: Oh, so you're in that camp? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you in that camp?
0: I guess. I mean I was uh, and like I feel like there's stages. You don't have to stay in the camp. Shit.
1: Oh, so women transition through that y'all transition. Yeah,
0: through. I mean camps are temporary housing.
1: So so explain to me so, <laughs> you know what? I, I fuck with it. Shit's so, not
0: permanent, baby. So
1: explain to me what you mean by fry girl, the CEO. Mentality. So
0: you know what? It's like CEO, it's not even aspirations. You just are like you have the mentality like you already got it, but you're fry girl.
1: So you mean like 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 uh uh, humble yourself you exactly shout out to (laughs) kendra
0: because you know in that process of healing from a divorce and standing uh on my own and realizing like i don't really need your ass i don't really need a man but that mentality is a is a lot of the reason why we have so many single mothers
2: Mm -hmm. and it's 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 That thing, though, that as women, we can't do a whole lot about, but we can be better about the men we choose.
0: That part.
2: I've never been with a man who made me feel like I didn't have to still be independent and take care of everything. And when you
0: get there, the shit is mind-blowing. I wouldn't know. Like, the part where it's like, well, why didn't you say something? instead of ah, it's like Mm -hmm. i don't have a valid reason quite Mm -hmm. frankly and and at one point in time i literally said and this is like after i feel like i've done all of the work that i need to on myself but but there are so many realizations that i have about the work that i did when i was single to be okay and get ready and that's what i want to talk with you about because like i did all this work to be okay and heal from the past and then when you're ready to date as a single mom a divorced mom someone who's really carrying on and realizing that the past situation despite all of our efforts intentions and love didn't work so how do we get okay so that we can be in the next relationship Why love again? Why put yourself out there? And I hear women say that all the time.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And that's that's the tough part. But it has to be,
2: you can't just go from one relationship to the next. And and that's what we skip a lot of times. You really do have to go through the healing process. You really do have to go through almost a new self-discovery of, okay, That didn't work in that relationship. I wasn't happy because of that. Why and how do I move on from that? And how do I position myself to receive what it is that I want? And and the healing is, you know, so, so often women will go in the next relationship and just say, well, I just don't want nobody that's gonna cheat on me, that's gonna lie to me. Girl, I know he better not raise his hand to me. <laughs> that part, right. So, <laughs> and, and those are those are the things that we know. Like, I'm not doing that. But in the same token, you just went through all that and you're still just holding that in your heart. Mm-hmm. So it's harder for you to open up to somebody who's genuine and who won't treat you that way because now in your head, at some point, you're gonna treat me
0: that way. Yeah, that's what I'm conditioned to.
2: And we as women have this habit of, a friend of mine told me this as I'm trying this dating thing. Um, He said, (laughs) Fran, stop dating at your comfort level and date at the level you have grown to. You're not the same woman who was just turned on by Tim's and a hoodie. Like Okay,
0: that's that East Coast flavor. <laughs> right. Like yeah, that's
2: cool and all, but um <laughs> that's not the woman you are
3: anymore. And right.
2: really that's that's what coaching is about in terms of that transition. It's helping you get back in touch with who you are at your core so that you now know what you want in a partner
3: Mm -hmm.
2: now for me you know we gotta be best friends i gotta be able to hang out with you we gotta like the same music you know those kind of
0: things are great go ahead and mention football yeah yeah,
3: yeah.
2: And see, but that's the challenge for me because everybody hates the Cowboys.
0: So everybody <laughs> hates your team, everybody as long as you cowboys. know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's those things are
2: okay, but then it's when I'm going through the worst time in my life, when can I, got, I be vulnerable with you? Can I share that with you and not necessarily feel weak? Or that you're now looking at me differently.
0: So along those lines, like I've, there, there's two class of women, okay? Like essentially what I've surmised. And, and this was after streaming on a singles platform for two years, okay? <laughs> Every day. Uh, <laughs> I have surmised that there is the Sierra's Prayer Girl. And there is, none of these niggas is shit, girl. And there's no in-between. Like, you are either in Sierra's prayer camp or none of these niggas is shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the ones who are, none of these niggas are shit, are the ones who haven't done the work on themselves and who have a type.
0: That part. And those are the only men that they date. That goes back to that whole celibacy conversation. You could be celibate for three years, but if you go back to your type, you're gonna find to your like you the right. Nothing has and changed. And if you have common denominator with the same situation, fix those pieces
2: of you that are attracted to that type. That's all you're ever gonna attract. <sighs> you know, and and that's the challenge. Like, you know, I have a friend who you know if she could get paid to argue she would be a millionaire that's her thing that's what he does (laughs) but she keeps getting these men she's dating this man now and it's totally new to her he's like listen i'm not gonna argue with you
3: Mm -hmm. he's like
2: you can make your point in conversation as an adult he said but us sitting here yelling and she said friend i didn't know what to do (laughs) She was like, "I had nothing because <laughs> wait a minute, <laughs> that was supposed to be my cue to go all in." And he shut me down and said, "When you're ready to talk like an adult, we will talk." And he
0: left. <laughs> I That's said, that chin well. on the floor, like yeah.
2: And she said, "I just sat there and like watched him." And he left. And, you know, all of us are not lucky enough or all of us are not going to run into a man who is patient enough to understand we done been through some shit. Right. And we've never had a man talk to us like that. Right. And be willing to help you grow and shed some of your damaged parts in order to be with you. And that's what makes it even tougher in dating. You know? it Yeah,
0: I mean it 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 is, you know. <laughs> it's exhausting. It is but exhausting. Especially to the all the niggas ain't shit camp of women. Like, I just I'd be like, have you dated them all? Mm-hmm. Cause I know some phenomenal men. Yeah you know so for that reason in itself i'm like get out of your box those are those are the people like you're no it's it's not about relationship coaching but you can't be ready for a relationship until you're like comfortable with your individualism That's the most important relationship in everything. I tell my husband all the time, like, I'm the sun. There are planets that orbit around me. I got these kids. I got this family. I have this husband. But I'm the fucking sun. That's it. That's
2: it. And you have to know yourself and love yourself. Your relationship with you is the foundation for every other relationship that you have. Mm -hmm. And it's something as simple as, you know, I was telling my girlfriend one time, you know, going to get my feet done, nails done, whatever. She would be like, you know, my man never does those things. And I said, well, how often do you do those things? Like, if he never sees you go get your feet done, go get your hair done, he don't think that's important to you. So why is he going to offer to do it for you? All of a now, sudden, that mine work. is gonna see that every two weeks I'm either getting my feet done or my hair done, and one day he's gonna say, "Here, I'm gonna pay for your feet and your in your hair." Yeah. But if you don't take care of yourself in that way, you can't put these expectations on other people to do the same when you won't do it. If you can't make yourself a priority, you can't expect other people to make you a priority.
0: Absolutely. And while we're on this TED talk about the fry girl to CEO mentality, if you can't afford that damn restaurant, sis. I mean, yes.
2: Yes.
3: <laughs>
0: yes.
2: <laughs> Walking around. What's the
0: rest of that? I, I, I don't eat anywhere that I can't afford to pay. And you know why? Because my biggest insult to a man is don't worry, I'll pay for my own. Can I have the check, please? We yeah. Be- owe you anything at the end yeah. of this. And yeah. don't call me. Yes. <laughs> Listen,
2: and I'm always like, and, and this is something, you know, and, and being transparent that I have to work on with myself. I don't want you to say I owe you nothing or you that did part. something to me. So I'm going to pay.
0: Yo, got, my got, sister said, you know, stop that. paying for these dates. You spent this time with him. I was like, no, because he ain't never finna say Shay owe him for shit.
2: Exactly
0: yeah no 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 all right so that that is that's the the niggas ain't shit camp i would like to also add that i think it's super important as as you know single mothers that we teach our children how to be in relationships so Mm -hmm. when the resolve of the all these niggas ain't shit, camp decide to wait until the kids are 18 to date it's like how are like emulation it, like is how they learn if they don't see you treated well by a man ever they're not gonna know how men are supposed to treat them and how men are supposed to treat women that's my own personal opinion i'm not a fucking yeah. early childhood psychiatrist i just raised some kids <laughs> say good night.
2: I'll be right back. No,
0: <laughs> yes. no, I want to say goodnight. Okay. Say good night. I love you. Good night. I love you. Good night. Sorry. It's okay. Multifaceted. Oh, okay.
2: So here's the thing with that. Like when I when I finally decided to get divorced, that was kind of. My thinking, like, I knew I was miserable, didn't want to be in that relationship, but I'm supposed to break the curse. I'm supposed to break the cycle. I don't want to be the divorced mom. My baby's now going between two homes. But then we got into it really bad one day. I'm sitting on my bed crying and my one-year-old wipes my tears and says, Mommy, don't cry. It's okay. I don't want her thinking that that's what's supposed to happen in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, granted, relationships aren't perfect. You go through your stuff. But my daughter shouldn't have to see that on a regular basis and think that that is okay. Yeah. You know, even my last relationship just some of the arguments and things that were happening. And and I told him from the beginning, like, we're going to go through our stuff, but not in front of the kids. But then it became such, so toxic that it was now happening in front of the kids. I got to go. I'm raising girls. Mm -hmm. They're not going to look at me and say, it's okay for a man to talk to me like that. It's okay for a man not to do X, Y, and Z because I saw my mom.
3: Yeah,
0: definitely.
2: No, no, not at all. You know, and and he blames me for leaving. And he says, I left for my selfish, my own selfish reasons. I left because it was all about me. No, it was about these girls. Right. Who are going to see that. I mean, we're good now. We're better off not together. You know, he comes to see the girls. They're happy. We all laugh, whatever. They're good. But that's not what it was when we were together. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want my girls seeing that.
0: Yeah. So when we talk about, like, that kind of definitive, like, moment where you decide that this is not just for me. It's kind of where Sierra's Prayer picks up. And um, I'm not gonna read the prayer. <laughs> you can Google it. But essentially Sierra's Prayer is is what the other camp of, of Black women, and I can only relate to who I relate to, so I, if it's not you, I, I mean, you know, tell me about it. At me. the fuck? But <laughs> Uh, it's it's a camp of, of black women who are like god the next man in my life let him not take me for granted let him you know let him treat me and respect me the way that I'm supposed to be treated and quite frankly when people when when women not you hating ass niggas but that's a whole nother podcast <laughs> but when women look at the way that Sierra is treated by her husband Russell Wilson They're like, I don't know what you said, but whatever you said, let me say. And that's the other camp of women, Mm -hmm. the manifestation camp.
3: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I'm not a Christian, so I'm not saying Sierra's Prayer. But I am, I'm in that camp of women that believe that I am going to do the work that I need to do. And I am going to, like, for me, it is, it is I'm going to put out into the universe what I anticipate that the universe bestows upon me. And I promise you, you know, mm-hmm. it, it took a lot to change my thinking. Why? Because I was in revenge mode after my divorce. Right. And you can't be happy if you are wishing misery. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like mm-hmm. I hear the choir. <laughs> hey, hey,
3: good, amen. Amen.
0: <laughs> amen.
2: But you get it, like. But see, and that's the difference, you know. Like I, I get it with the prayer, you know. But even with the prayer, faith without works, you know, manifestation works better because most people understand to manifest something means you have to do the work. You can't just say, "Bring me a man,", Bring me a man.
1: like for a long
2: time. And I kind of still think that I'm gonna end up dating either the Amazon delivery guy or the mailman. Because
0: God brought you a man. Exactly.
2: He, he came to my door, knocked and even waited for me to open it.
0: <laughs> That's gonna be the man, you know what I mean? If he, he bald headed with a beard, Pay extra attention.
2: And he got a little cushion for me to lay my head on in the front. We good. We, the other stuff will come later. But that's the difference. It's, it's you can say the prayer, you can say the thing, you can do the thing. But if you're not actually working to become the person who is ready to receive that... You might've run into that already, but you weren't hurt and you missed out. Didn't even
0: know what it was.
2: Didn't even know because you still had these walls up. You still had this hurt, this pain, this unforgiveness that when he came to you and said, hey, beautiful, how you doing? Get out of here with that corny
0: shit. Oh my God, that was me, sis. (laughs) oh my god he's so corny oh you see i'm gonna take a screenshot of this stupid text. ass good morning beautiful text message. exactly <laughs> yes yes look
2: and even now i'm still like god this can't be it Dudes will good morning you beautiful every day for weeks and have nothing else to say child all
0: day long did you god, eat i
2: can't i can't <laughs> i can't <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, but that's the thing. And that's why when you do the work, you begin to see the new opportunities. You begin to see the next level of people that you should have in your life. You're ready to go beyond your level of comfort with I only date these kind of dudes because I only hang out at the hood bar because that's the only place I'm (laughs) comfortable. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean, I really feel like once you you do the work and you get past the shit that like broke you down before, it gives you the opportunity to be more vulnerable and it gives you the opportunity to like apply that discernment. I can learn a lesson. I, I, I know what it looks like. To be hurt and and broken like i could learn the lesson from there now i need to apply that lesson and exactly. and while you're still actively hurting from something it's hard to apply the
2: lesson mm-hmm. and 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 when you get through what you went through and do the work you begin to recognize each situation for what it is each person for what it is so i'm now not the all these niggas ain't shit girl because now I'm ready to try something else and give something else a chance because he's not the ex that broke me yeah but also when you do the work you can see early on when somebody's not for you ain't and that, the truth? that that could be a whole nother. yeah <laughs> And <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you can meet somebody, they can say the right things, do the right things, but they can still not be the one.
0: Absolutely, because people are going to like say what they think you want to hear, and sometimes it, it sounds absolutely perfect. But if that shit don't and, set settle and right, and you don't end hear up,
2: it. to a representative, girl. Let
0: me tell you, every, when, I, I was talking to this one the dude, and when a representative quits, now you' getting divorced. Exactly, I was talking to this one dude. Every time I got off the phone with him, like I just <laughs> felt bad. Like, huh. Eventually, I was just like, um. Um oh, no i don't no you know i'm all like non-confrontational i just think maybe we shouldn't talk anymore
2: <laughs> oh see i just delete and block
0: we do <laughs> see that's the, but that's the that difference that like, power was, to block
2: <laughs> there was this one guy you know great guy on paper but when we talked it was always very one-sided like he would start with, good morning, I'm good morning, how's your day? Even when we first started talking, I was telling my girlfriend, I'm like, damn, like if if I don't say nothing, the conversation just ends. Those are the
0: interviewers. They're just gathering data.
2: Yeah, but not even yeah. asking questions and not giving any information.
0: You know what I mean? Like, how's your day? My day
2: is cool, whatever. Like, oh, what do you do? They tell me, but it's not like, oh, I do this. What do you do? So then now I'm offering up information, and you're right?
0: Like, oh. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Like, yeah, I'm a serial killer. Yeah, like
2: <laughs> nothing. And then it just went on like all you want to do. I've had one guy since I started this whole dating thing, and I went out with him because he literally the day he messaged me. He said, I want to take you out and he sent me his phone number. And I was like, what do I do with this? Oh my god. (laughs) Because
0: every other guy is good morning, gorgeous for the last. Listen, (laughs) my husband's like, that's how you do it. Because he got in my DMs and the first thing he said was, I'm I'm not trying to waste your time. Hello. Thank you. Hi. (laughs) Oh. Pause. Right, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> well, you're not.
2: Exactly, but that's the difference. And and the guy asked me, he's like, so you're not like talking. To-? I was like, no, and I'm like, honestly, you're the only person who said I want to take you out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As he should, okay?
2: <laughs> Hello. But it's it's different and it's it's one of those things like when you get to a certain place within yourself. Those other guys, like, I could have pushed and been like, let's go out, let's meet. But no, like, I'm trying to learn after years of living in my masculinity, I'm trying to learn to be a little more
1: feminine. Oh, Can you say that again for the people in the <laughs> You know, one of the biggest realizations that I had when um when I was going back into the dating scene was I'm not attracted to the same shit anymore. You know, I'm, I'm like,
0: I'm,
1: what? No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I was you know like, what I'm I thought like, you
0: still like a big butt and a smile.
1: I do, but I mean, let's just keep it a fact. I was not everybody. I was with, had <laughs> you know, what I'm saying like, I, you know, I was, you know, multifaceted. Mm-hmm. How you like to say?
3: Okay. That?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but nah, I, I really had to, you know, I had to upgrade my mindset because I was like, nah, you know, you're not the same, Um, You know, you you have to uh, you have to vibrate. At, at your at your proper frequency. Um I was no longer a fry boy. I was a fry boy. Don't get me wrong. And I ain't got nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with it. But you know, I was no longer a fry boy at that point. I actually had a little something and I was like, all right, I need to go find me a little something. Yeah,
0: but that's that's a fry boy with aspirations and a plan. That's really sexy.
1: I tried. I tried, you know what I'm <laughs> saying? And then you know found my CEO. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but you know if, if, But before that you know I, Y'all talked about uh, properly grieving Relationships too. Mm. And um, I know that I did not give myself The opportunity to do that A lot of my past Like a lot of my past That was just like boom 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 You know and um, That's It Could be dangerous
0: So the part that I love is the fact that like, yes, it's two women having the conversation. and um, like Fran was saying, she really gears her her work towards women. But this is shit that applies to all of us. Yeah. like male, female, regardless of your sexuality, we all go through these things where we don't get the, we don't give ourselves the respect or opportunity to grieve. Relationships
1: The respect The opportunity The being Just being 100% honest With yourself You know mm-hmm. um, I feel like You know Sometimes You know We we so much Especially men We so much Want to just be like Oh we want to be over it Really quick and done
0: Hey wait We like to be under The next thing too
1: Y'all like to be Under the next <laughs> thing But then y'all Will go home And cry over y'all's eggs Like versus a, You know what I'm saying Like Y'all you know Let's keep it a stack Y'all <laughs> go smash somebody else And then go home And still be crying Over that nigga but then a man he'll go smash somebody else, and he won't even be thinking about it until three months, four months down the line. and he's just like, man, where's she at? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we we do shit, we feel shit in, in a different way. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I feel like, um, yeah, y'all grieve differently. Y'all y'all grieve probably a little healthier than we
0: do. Okay, I could I could take that um, because you know. We enter into those four celibacy periods.
1: This four celibacy thing is killing me. I can't deal with it. Don't
0: shit. nobody want to be celibate.
1: Listen, y'all, I'm going to tell y'all straight up. I ain't never been forced into a celibate damn thing. I ain't got, they, they ain't never been, they ain't never been a time where I was just like, I could not, find, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's just go to the next one.
0: Because,
1: you know, Learn.
0: that's an excellent point. Like that is, that is, that's another one of those, are you sure you're not a relationship coach? Because quite frankly, we, some of the times after going through heartbreak after heartbreak and especially when like those heartbreaks yield children and you carry that with you, um, you kind of have to be reminded your place. And listen, like- I don't hate gender roles, cause I'll be goddamn if I take out the trash. <laughs> listen,
3: the fuck. I feel you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it took a long time for me to stop calling my little brother. Like, listen
0: to my garbage night. Can you come? And <laughs> I'm telling you that, that I would tell even when, even when like. Like when we were like 50-50 with the kids, I was like, You need to go take out the trash, my guy. <laughs> like, son, I didn't have no trash while you was gone, but it's here now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. But see, and and that's just that's another piece of it.
2: I, I remember seeing something one day that like it hit me because I'm like, damn. Because it was like, a lot of women are single now because they have become the man they want to marry. Wait a minute.
0: But I ain't had no choice. Like, I've never been with It's a like, man. what came first, the chicken or the egg? But we're right. here now and we deserve to reclaim our feminine energy exactly that's something you do deserve. i had to real
2: i want to be that woman
0: Mm -hmm.
2: but i've never had a man who allowed me to be her so then it became okay in this season of singleness i need to be that woman for myself you can still be an independent woman be a boss bitch hold your shit down and still be a feminine woman
0: absolutely and I'll do yeah. you one better our daughters deserve to see and learn and experience that feminine energy you want to break a fucking curse break that one right there
2: exactly you know in in, in my,
0: my last
2: relationship we used to joke about it and I would laugh about it he would be like damn Frank, you don't gotta be the nigga all the time <laughs> <laughs> I can so hear him you know, saying that the, the, the that's more the worst he part. said it,
0: it I was just like why do you keep saying that <laughs> this guy's like that's only something I say to you wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> yeah but again
2: it was you know he had all his great qualities and for as close as we were I just never felt like I was completely safe And taken care of by him. I never felt like I didn't have to control things or manage everything. And how do you only let go of pieces of that when that's all you know? It's either I'm the head or you the head. And if you ain't stepping up to be the head, that leaves me So you can't expect me to always be this soft and feminine woman when I'm doing the things I want you to be doing. But I never clearly said to you, this is what I want from
3: you.
0: Yeah. So I think that one of the things about like reclaiming your feminine energy and like even healing and being in there, it's okay. Like, like, the female of most species literally <laughs> survives independently. Like, could you imagine being a bee? And I'm not just giving homage to Beyonce, but the queen bee, that bitch has like all the lo- Like, I wouldn't want to do that. That sounds very exhausting. So much so that she can't even get up and move. Mm-hmm. So like, if we are reclaiming our feminine energy, we should understand like some of this shit is not for us. Don't move for that.
2: Exactly. Exactly. And I had an older woman tell me, you know, and it's the simplest thing, but when you think about it, it means a lot. Like, you know, she was getting on these single women who walk around and, and, you know, you're big bloomers and you're not cute undergarments and you never look cute when you leave the house. Wait a minute. And she was like,
0: what's wrong with bloomers? Just listen.
2: (laughs) She was like, "Start doing that stuff for yourself, so when you get a man, it's not a new thing to you, right, you know, so it's it's all this stuff keeping yourself up, keeping your hair done, your feet done all that do that for you, so it doesn't become or feel like a chore when you get a man because now you gotta do this stuff, yeah, yeah." You know, and and that's where that self-love comes in. Self-love is taking care of you. Stop waiting for a man to come and do the things that you want or to give you the things that you want. You take care of you. You work on getting the things you want. When that man comes along, that's extra.
0: Yes, because your partner is not supposed to make you happy but they are supposed to enhance your happiness right
2: he's not supposed to complete you he's supposed to compliment you
0: oh girl (laughs) (laughs) hashtag okay put that on a (laughs) t-shirt and that but that's
2: where a lot of women you know a lot of women go wrong i'm looking for you know they say my other half, my better half, that, that kind of thing. And it sounds good, but no, you need to be whole and complete within yourself. And then you find someone to add to it.
0: Yes. So I literally couldn't, I, I love all of that. I love the fact that first of all, I, I'm always proud of you. Like you, you look amazing. You are always full of so much positive energy and not like life is good there's only silver linings but like realistically like here is where, where our energy is important and is, is spit and yes we're going to grieve and we're going to cry we're going to have our glass of wine and mm-hmm. then we're going to get into action and I think that that's like the main takeaway from, from any camp that you're in as a single woman like there's work to be done and it's not just about getting a bag like your inside is so much more important than your fucking bank account like the legacy that you leave with your children and the people around you and that whole ripple effect is going to last longer than your net worth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, like I see a lot of women who, who get into that whole, I'm working on myself thing, but the only thing that they're working on is, is buying the house and sis, buy that house and buy that car and, and look like a million dollars, but have a million dollar mindset as well.
2: Yes. And that's just it. Mindset. Mindset is everything. You know, I tell my clients, even, you know, on the outside of the relationships, those who are transitioning from jobs and careers. Like, I'm making good money, friend, but you're miserable. Every day you wake up like, I'm gonna call in today. Do I have to go to work today? Or every day you leave work- I'm
0: just commuting down yeah. the hallway. <laughs> or every
2: day you leave work, you got a bottle in the, in the center console because of what you dealt with and went through yeah yes the money is great but if you are not fulfilled or feel like and i know it sounds so cliche but everyone has a purpose everyone has a place and a space where they can be fulfilled and feel like they're doing something that matters absolutely you know i I worked in banking money was great But I hated it. Every day I wanted to call in. Every day I was that woman like, "Mm, yeah, not today. No, You know, because it it became no longer helping people. It became a sales position. Yeah. I want to be in sales. That's not what I want to do. Like, I've always known my place was of service and to help people. And, and even then, I mean, I, I got my first coaching certification in 2017, but I still ran from it because the toughest piece for me is somebody said, if you're not willing to share yourself in your story, you don't want to be a coach
0: that level of transparency yes is like that even is like why the podcast, it's like i can't i can't sit here and have a genuine conversation about being ready to receive love because before you can get to the part where you're married to the person that you feel like is your forever before you can get to the part where you're even in a long-term relationship hell before you can get to the second date you have to be willing to 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 be transparent and vulnerable if you can't be honest with yourself then what do i look like having conversations with you there are so many people who feel like the moment you become attached in a relationship married you somehow lose relevancy and you can no longer have conversations with your single friends bitch i was just single right I'm but not, not better than that, you. I need you as much as you need me. We're here to sharpen that. each other. And that's why it's important though,
2: to be self-aware in that in that space,
0: to know who
2: you are. So now it's not an issue that, you know, that whole married women shouldn't hang with single women. I'm a married woman.
0: This girl been my girl. I know, right just because <laughs> she
2: and her whole phase don't mean I got to join in. I can still be a married woman in
0: fact. With my- for real.
2: But that's that's me being comfortable in myself, comfortable with my relationships, comfortable in who I am, knowing what
0: I stand for. Yeah. No, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. Like y- there, there is, you can't reach that level of vulnerability until you're happy internally. Mm-hmm. Yo, I, I, there's so much that I want to say, but first, before, <laughs> before I say, like, y'all, this is my cousin, okay, okay. Fran is is my person, so the fact that she is sharing her love and her passion and her talent tell us all about where we can find born again fearless and how we can get a consultation or what the services are that you're offering
2: sure so born again fearless you can find me on instagram it's born again fearless um i also have a women's only facebook group born again fearless um really it's it's all about helping women sorry fellas i've had guys reach out to me like i want to love myself too you're not my mission right now take that up with god okay (laughs) but but (laughs) ladies you know it it, um it's redefinition coaching helping you redefine who you are and what you want out of life it's helping you reconnect with the true you so that you can become the woman of your dreams. And I know that sounds like this impossible thing, but think about the woman that you sit and you're like, I want to be her, I want this career, I want this relationship, I want this house. You can be her, you can have that. It requires some soul work, some healing, some forgiving, but you can do that and become who you truly want to be. Uh, my email is let'sconnect at fmodum.com. So you can email me, we can talk. Um, one of the things that I'm doing right now is group coaching. And what I love about group coaching is it's women who are all in the same space yeah so it's not one-on-one works but the group coaching just has such a more profound that level
0: of peer pressure it is and it's
2: the it's the seeing my sister right next to me you know I have people all the time when I start with them and I start to share my story and what I've gone through they're like damn friend! like I would have never thought like you just look like you've always had it figured out and had it together honey listen
0: <laughs> and that's okay and <laughs> that's okay,
2: we all have had a journey. We all have had to go through some bullshit and some things to become who we are supposed to be. And being in those group sessions, seeing the woman across from you saying, I went through this but I'm here now. Or yeah. sis, you're not alone. Like I'm here with you. We going to get through this together. I'm telling you it's it's powerful. It's powerful having that group of women right there with you. You Absolutely. know, I'm I'm willing to meet women where they need me wherever they are. So whatever the transition is, and again, it doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. You know, I work with clients who are transitioning in a career. Friend, I just want something different. I have no idea what my passion, my purpose is. Okay, let's figure that out. But even something as simple as that sound, it requires some work it requires some work. So I've got a six week program that I'm revamping right now, hoping to launch that in May. So check out my Instagram or the Facebook group. the Facebook group is where you get kind of firsthand information on all of the programs and stuff that I've got. So ladies, join that if you're interested in that. Um, and I'm going to be around. I'm, I'm yes, on, Yo, on a we
0: have got stuff. to do this again. Yes, uh, <laughs> I
2: would love to do this again. I mean, I miss you so much. You know, know, our our Wednesdays and Fridays, I got a bottle, you got a
0: bottle. I know. I, I, I'm i so excited. So I heard you graduated others. from the Auburn Mist.
3: Girl.
0: <laughs>
2: girl, listen. <laughs> Hooper's Hawk is my favorite right okay, now. Okay, okay. So, you know, your girl done grown up. Yes, I'm very proud <laughs> a of you. Bit, but I am so happy for you and proud of you as
3: well. Thank this you. has been
2: amazing. I've watched a couple of the episodes, oh. um, laughed quite a bit. You guys are hilarious, but <laughs> I love the transparency and what you guys do.
0: I really appreciate that. Now, on, on a closing note, tell us why we love again.
2: We love again because we're worth it. Facts. Period. (laughs)